This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more. We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello and a very warm welcome to the SEO Mindset Podcast, where your hosts are myself, Sarah McDowell, and the ever so wonderful Tasman Sullivan. Tasman Sullivan is not with me today, but that does mean I have a corker of a guest, and that guest is Jess Redmond Easterbrook. And Jess is on the podcast today to talk all about dealing with overwhelm. Now, who is Jess? Jess has been in SEO for eight years with a two-year stint doing PT alongside it during lockdown. Her favorite part of SEO is content strategy, and that's what she posts mostly about on her LinkedIn and newsletter SEO snack. I'll make sure that I get a link to those in the show notes. Um, Before I get Jess into this podcast episode, just a quick reminder of how you can support me and Tasmin. So if you enjoy our podcast and our episodes and you're like you know what I want to support these two two ways that I'm going to share with you you can donate one-off donation we are set up on buy me a coffee link in the show notes for that and share right share our podcast and episodes with your friends loved ones anyone, family, pets, you name it, just help us spread the word. So the next time that you're listening to a podcast episode and you're like, actually, this person would like it, just get the link from wherever you're listening to that episode and why not share it with them? Right, that is all the podcast admin. Let's get Jess onto the podcast. Hello, Jess. Hi, so lovely to be here. And I'm going to share the link with my sausage dog. I'm sure she will love listening to the pod. (laughs) (laughs) that is wonderful news wonderful news this is a very accessible podcast for species how we say uh so redmond easterbrook you were saying that this is the fact you updated your name today congratulations exciting thank you thank you so much yeah but seeing it in real life like on linkedin was a great moment i'm not gonna lie uh, and you were just uh, off air, off air, like we're a radio show over here. Uh, <laughs> you, were, you were bragging about your five syllables now, so. <laughs> I know, Redmond Easterbrook. It, it's a bit long-winded, I'm not going to lie. I might just go with RS because, I don't know, it just feels just a bit much. You know what I mean? Never too much, never too much. <laughs> never um, too much. Never too many uh, syllables. But, My middle name's Margarita, is, is that, so. I mean, just gets just, better and better. I know, glad I don't go with that every time. 
Um, and I'm guessing uh, the big day, your wedding day, was was fabulous. The day to remember. It was. It was the best day ever. Yeah, it was. The sun was out as well. Couldn't ask for more, really. To be honest, Sarah, it was amazing. Yeah. Loved it. Oh wow. This is wonderful stuff, wonderful stuff. Um, Thank you. Unfortunately, we are not here to talk about last names, syllables or weddings, unfortunately. Bad. (laughs) Uh, It is, well, it is and it isn't because we've got an even (laughs) topic and that is overwhelm okay so we're talking about overwhelm today um so yeah and I think this is a very important topic because I think everyone who works in the SEO industry digital marketing well pretty much in every sector would deal with overwhelm right so very relatable and very important topic for us to dig into my first question to you is how would you define what overwhelm is and can you give us an example sure so I think for me it's an intense feeling or emotion um, of not being able to handle your current situation so for me it's really like a, a kind of a flurry of emotion and feeling physically and mentally that you just cannot cope with your existing life situation or work situation or all of it together so it's very emotional um but then it also initially it's very emotional but then it can also kind of leak out into your physical well-being as well um and impact you in multiple ways um and examples so actually talk talk about weddings i had a real big feeling of overwhelm recently i was getting married i had a honeymoon you know cost of living crisis running a business uh, moving house and it was all happening in, in the space of like two weeks. So I really wow. started, and, and I, I had a couple of fines come through as well, because I remember that I'd forgot at this point, I'd forgotten to tax my car. So I had a, a few fines that I had to pay and it just felt like everything was happening at once. Um, and the, the feeling that I got and the example that I want to share is, I felt so overwhelmed that I suddenly forgot or I felt like every time I thought about how to solve each one of these things, it was like my mind just went blank and I couldn't sort them out. I couldn't go, right, go online, pay that bill, you know, shuffle that money over there, move that from here, that savings account. And then, you know, you need to finalize this about the wedding. Have you booked the flights? It was like when I tried to process it all, my mind just went, it's just like a vision of just blank. And it was like, mm-hmm. nope. Like computer said, no, not going to happen. Absolutely not. Um, And it just sounds really silly, but even small things suddenly became really stressful. Like walking the dogs in the morning that I usually love was just like a pain and a stress. And um, Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I feel like it's quite a recent example, but really that's why it's quite, you know, stuck in my mind quite a bit how it felt. Um, so just want to pull out a couple of things. Um, so when you said about your mind just went blank, so did it kind of feel that your brain went into some sort of shutdown? A hundred percent. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good way of putting it. It's like yeah. the, the problem solving part of my brain was like burnout. It was like, you know, a frayed wire coming out of a, you know, a socket um where I couldn't think rationally and logically anymore 
And that's happened mm-hmm. to me a few times throughout my life. That was like a smaller version of it, but it's happened before on a really, really big scale where, you know, I needed therapy and like, I'm, you know, I don't, I'm, I took medication, like I'm fully okay to say that. I think that that was a really, really great thing that I did and I advocate it if it can be right for people. But there have been times in my life where the, the overwhelm has been like, completely unmanageable um Mm -hmm. but having said that and I'm I think we're going to talk about this in a little bit but it's really taught me how to cope and not get to that point um yeah so I've got the tools I think now to to kind of manage it I mean thank you for um being so like open and transparent and sharing that um like you went down the road of medication and therapy and you're completely right in part two um we will be delving more into strategies so what people can do um to combat overwhelm and prevent it happening in the first place um but i suppose you've already so um how how do you know when you are struggling with overwhelm so you've already said about um being aware of what your body is doing um so you said about like your brain not being able to doing your brain not being able to do things or small things feel like a massive task um you did also say that so that's on the mental side of things um but you did mention like physically as well so what kind of things can we be looking out on a physical level I suppose so there's there's quite a few I think when I've had this feeling I I get an upset stomach so I get like stomach cramps and um sorry to be gross but yeah like an upset stomach and the other way too <laughs> um and yeah I think but that's also like a stress response isn't it of having yeah. like suddenly your bowel movement is like all, like all over the place um so that's one of the things and like fast heartbeat like similar symptoms to anxiety so like the fast heartbeat sweaty palms like might be hot flushes things like that um so yeah it just feels like I suppose there is an overlap between like anxiety and and overwhelm right so those symptoms that you typically get when you're anxious you probably could also get when you're feeling overwhelmed so if you can identify the overlap between Mm. those that can help you figure out Um, Because I think a lot of people have it or have had it, but didn't know they had it. So there's there's some. So I mentioned that I was a PT for a couple of years, and there's something called overtraining, which a lot of people don't realise exists. And basically, the concept is that you train so hard, you exercise so hard in the gym, maybe like three, four hours a day, like, or even some people it could be two hours a day every day. Um, and it becomes a real big part of your life. It, you know, you start missing social events because you don't want to miss the gym. And, but it also, right. it doesn't only kind of manifest in a physical sense of having like, you know, pulled muscles, aching muscles. Maybe you're not, you won't develop muscle mass um, as well because your body is so fatigued. It also develops into uh, mental side effects. So one of the big ones is that you stop enjoying it and other things that you typically enjoyed so when it becomes a chore it's like I really don't want to go to the gym I can't stand the thought of picking up the weights I hate this um that is actually a sign of overtraining 
and a lot of people don't know it they actually okay. beat themselves up for it and they go why can't I just you know enjoy it and do it like other people do because they don't realize that what they need more than anything is a break and so that's one of the things that um I think can happen with overwhelm is you suddenly at the job that you loved you know loving SEO you suddenly can't stand it you don't want to go to Brighton SEO you're like you feel really angry opening your laptop and checking your emails is like a frustrating yeah. thing and you kind of lose the love and enjoyment for it um and you know that but that doesn't necessarily mean that you don't love it anymore it just it just means that you might be experiencing overwhelm or burnout um and you just need to take oh, a step 100%. back and I think it's really common in SEO as well because we all know that Google like to keep us on our toes um, with all like the updates and the algorithm changes that are happening all the time. Like it was quite, well, funny, I don't know if funny is the right word, but obviously during Brighton SEO, um, we had uh, John Mueller and Billy Gina on the stage and they were talking about um, updates that, have, that had happened and um, they were both answering questions. And I think one of the questions was, when can we expect the next update? Surely there's no more to come. And I can't remember how John answered, but I think that night, another update <laughs> rolled out so yeah um right right um so but like yeah overwhelmed but it's not just on like um google updates and stuff but like you could get overwhelmed in like your job maybe there's a project that's causing you stress or you're feeling that you've got too much on your plate that you're trying to handle or maybe you're struggling with um i don't know Uh, maybe you have some side hustles alongside working in SEO or maybe you feel like you're being spread too thin and um, you're ending up working quite late like there's loads of examples isn't there and I suppose it's about being aware isn't it and listening to our body Um, something physical that I'm aware of is I love food I love eating but as soon as I'm feeling stressed or overwhelmed my appetite just goes you can't eat um yeah I can't eat and it's so frustrating because I love food but if I'm feeling like stressed or overwhelmed or and it's going to happen I suppose isn't it because it's human nature but I suppose it's about being aware of your body and yourself self-awareness I suppose yeah absolutely and and that goes for any kind of like mental health kind of experiences they say that awareness is like shining the light on it kind of makes it go out almost so like when you're shining the light on your stresses and your anxiety and thoughts that can actually illuminate them bring them to your attention and almost by acknowledging just even acknowledging ah what I'm feeling is overwhelmed like there's nothing wrong with me you know I'm just this is normal this is human and so like acknowledging and accepting is the first biggest step, like awareness, exactly what you say. Um, mm. I think that's quite a common one as well. The, the kind of um, the eating one where a lot of people when they're stressed and overwhelmed just lose their appetite completely. And it's, I, suppose... I think it's something to do with like, is it the rest and digest and the stress response? Oh, interesting. Maybe. Cause because I do know that you could go the other way as well, um, that like some people find comfort in eating. So, but yeah, yeah I suppose it depends how you're wired as a human, right? Um, I'm and one of those. I that. find comfort in eating. <laughs> <laughs> Straight away, I'm like, we I just all... need a cup of tea and chocolate digestive and everything will be fine. Oh, is that your go-to, a chocolate digestive? It is. 
Yeah, it is. I don't uh, know what it is. It's just it's something about a cup of tea and a couple of biscuits. Sort me out. For me, I understand that. Or sometimes uh, if you've got, I mean, we're going off on a bit of a tangent here, but if you've got a bit of fancy bread, you toast it with a bit of butter oh. and, a, and a cup of coffee. Fancy. That's uh, Not that's just your regular hovis. <laughs> No, it has to, it has to be fine. I don't know, like a sourdough. A bit of sourdough. Bit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, I'll try that one. Uh, wonderful. Um, right, okay, so we have reached our break. Um, so, yeah, great part one. So we've kind of spoken about overwhelm and what it is and how we can be aware of it. Um, Jess has already touched on some of the strategies, but we're going to go and dive into a lot more after the break. Um, so you can take away a massive list of the ways that you can help yourself. Uh, so yes, we'll take a short break now, but join us for part two. SEOs and marketers, you're going to like this one. I want to tell you about Wix Studio, the platform that gives agencies total creative freedom to deliver complex client sites while still smashing deadlines. Let's start off with SEO. It's at the core of Wix Studio, baked into every edit, update and action you take. Best in class defaults, automations and bulk actions free up time and you can customize at scale for more control. With Wix Studio, you can say goodbye to endless plugins and hello to native integrations with Google, Facebook, Instagram, Amazon, TikTok, and many more. And on the creation side, you can efficiently bring your most ambitious projects to life thanks to smart design features, flexible dev tools, integrated business solutions, and seamless workflows. Even after clients take over, built-ins like automatic redirects help sites stay optimized for long-term growth. Speaking of growth, you can track every campaign against client KPIs and automate monthly emails to share learnings with clients. All this backed by fast, resilient infrastructure that's built to scale. Get started with Wix Studio today at wix.com forward slash studio. Everyone, Sarah here. Just want to give you a heads up that Google Podcasts will be discontinued. Get my teeth in. Discontinued at some point in the new year. If you are currently using Google Podcasts, don't fret. You can still listen to our episodes in lots of different ways. We're available on all the podcast playing apps such as Spotify, Apple, Amazon. You can also listen to episodes via our web player on our website. Loads of different ways. In the show notes, there'll be a link to our website and a link to all the directories where you can subscribe. Why should you subscribe? Well, you get notifications when new episodes are available. Hi, Sarah here from the SEO Mindset. Just a quick reminder that if you do enjoy the podcast and what me and Tasman are doing, you can support by donating as little as £5 to us via our Buy Me A Coffee page. Just head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate. There will be a link to that page in this episode's show notes. And also, we'd love it if you shared our podcast with others. The more listeners we get, we can continue to find awesome guests to join us for 
episodes and talk about important topics. So the next time you are listening to an episode and think someone would enjoy, tell them. Open up the episode in your app, find the share button, and you will be able to copy the link to the episode and send it to them via WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, Slack. There's so many ways that you can help us spread the word. We are back with part two. Did you have a nice little break there, Jess? Did, yeah. Nice little hydration station session. <laughs> hydration station. That's just yeah. fun to say, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Just came out, I don't know. <laughs> just, just, just a natural that the, uh, well, is it a pun? Not a pun. Slogan? Tagline? Hydration station. Maybe like a rhyme, little rhyming couplet. Yeah. Oh, getting all fancy now with your words. Uh, <laughs> right then. <laughs> so, so we're aware. We're aware that, um, yeah, that overwhelm's a thing and we want to try and prevent it or we want strategies of how to cope with it when we feel like we're getting there. Uh, so over to you, Jess. How, how do you deal with this? How do you combat your overwhelm? I've got a few. Um, and I think the first thing about this, a hack that I learned from my therapist back in the day, was write down all the things that help you when you're feeling overwhelmed. Because sometimes in the moment of feeling overwhelmed, you can't think logically enough to say, okay, this is the thing that will help me not feel overwhelmed. So that's when you go to your list, you know, your notes in your iPhone, whatever it might be, and you go down your list and think, all right, what one of these appeals to me right now? What can I do? So first of all, is write down all the things that are overwhelming you, get them down on a piece of paper, because trying to kind of go through them in your head is just going to contribute even more to the sense of overwhelm. So mm -hmm. write them down and then write them down according to priority. So something that we can tend to do, or I can, is when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I just end up throwing in three, four, five more things I need to do, but that aren't priorities at all. And right. then my partner goes, well, why are you worrying about that? Like, that's not due until two weeks time or we don't need to think about that. But you're in that state. So you start going, oh, my God, all of this stuff. So write down according to priority. The things that aren't due now or don't need sorting out now, put them in next week's to-do list and then just try and tackle the things that you really, really need to do. Okay, lovely. Second one is nature. So get out of the house, go offline and go for a walk in a park um wherever you've got some greenery near you um and for me it gives me a sense of realizing that actually the things I'm worried about are you know the world's bigger out there like it's not the be yeah. all and end all yeah. um obviously I know it's you know if you've got a sick family member and stuff like that it, of course it is it is literally life and death and that was one of the things that I've experienced in the past but at the same time you have to kind of, in a way, get some perspective and try and zoom out from your, yeah. the, the kind of place that you're in. Um, and there's loads of studies that show that like getting in nature really helps you be more mindful and like mm. uh, minimizes stress. So that's a big one. Just to add on to that, um, there's so much joy in nature as well. Like if you see a squirrel, for example, mm -hmm. or like dogs playing, or um, if you just focus your attention on, I don't know, there's a leaf falling and you just watch the leaf fall. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
it's lame that's but exactly there's beauty it. everywhere in nature you just gotta watch it don't you no it's not lame at all it's literally it's I completely agree it's um it kind of reminds you that the world keeps turning and that the dogs will keep playing and like the squirrels yeah. will keep drumming around like you know they're not bothered about what's going on in your life the life keeps life keeps going and that those small moments can give you like little pieces of magic in your day yeah and I shouldn't have said it wasn't lame good for p- p- pulling me up on that that there, <laughs> it is not lame it's important carry on it is it is um make a cuppa I've actually written that as a note make <laughs> nice. a cuppa so I was talking to someone recently about this why is it that just leaving your desk going to make a cup of tea can actually just transform how you feel so so much yeah and the person's theory was that when you were a kid or when you were younger like a teenager and you had some stuff going on you got home and your parents or your carer whoever it is would say oh come on I'll make a cuppa come and sit down and have a chat so it's almost like yeah. you're relating back to that kind of feeling of safety I think yeah um, and obviously a massive cultural thing here isn't it it's like a cup of tea yeah. is like a signal end of the day or like a break and it's it's soothing it's warming and soothing as well yeah so I get that and it doesn't it doesn't have to be tea it could be could be coffee could be a a herb herbal tea could be a hot lemony water like Mm -hmm. yeah a hundred percent it's like ritualistic isn't it it's pouring the, the the stuff in the cart being mindful around that watching the steam it all goes back to like a ritual of safety something you know you know how to do it you don't need yeah. your brain to make a cup of tea it's like you know it's, it's actually really powerful um and would you re- recommend that first sip doing the <sighs> afterwards oh a hundred percent a hundred percent nice right next. I'm pretty sure if my if my partner saw me do that she would she would rib me for that for a while I please do it do it next time do it like over empathize like yeah (laughs) drag it on for 10 seconds (laughs) (laughs) um all right so talking of partner I've got us for help so mine would be my partner can be a friend can be a family member can be a colleague um reach out ask for help so for me my partner is my business partner too which is why um that is a go-to for me is just look, I'm struggling. I can't do this all alone. Uh, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Is there anything here you can help me on? Nine times out of 10, people are going to help you. Like, you know, and I think it's something we all do where we think I've got to handle all this myself. These are all my things that I need to sort out. Um, But just something as simple as as asking for help can really change Mm. everything. Yeah. And also just to build on to that as well, um, that's where communities and forums come in really handy. So for example, women in tech SEO community. Um, I feel like I mention this quite regularly, but it yeah, it's just it's brilliant. Founded though. by Rejabu. It is. Uh, founded by Rejabu Ali. Um, yeah, that's just a wonderful community of people that are supporting one another. And it's exactly that. You've got a question, you want help or um, you just need some like support or whatever, then that's going to be helpful as well. Obviously, there's other communities um, that you can join um, as well. So do your research. But yeah, um, yeah, that, that is one. a really, really good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, 
And then last one I've got, which I did mention previously, but therapy. Um, I'm a really big advocate of it. Um, a lot of family and friends have gone through therapy at various stages in life. And I think it is such a brilliant tool to help cope with like the modern way of living we have. Um, we're not necessarily built for this, you know, being on our laptops all day, every day, having this level of pressure on us. Um, and so it's completely normal to feel overwhelmed in the world that we live in. And that's something I just want to, for anyone listening today, if you are feeling like this, you are normal. This is a normal reaction to the world that we live in. Um, and CBT therapy in particular is really fantastic. And you get like six sessions free on the NHS. So yeah, go for it. It doesn't matter how small or big you think whatever it is you're going through can be really helpful. 100%. So I'm currently in therapy and I, beforehand, I was worried because I was like, what have I got to like complain about or mm-hmm. worry about mm-hmm. or talk about but then I was actually no Sarah like stop comparing like your challenges with other people because they're still challenges to you exactly what, what you're going through in life it still matters you still need to talk to someone and having a therapist or a counsellor um and definitely look at like because obviously I'm very aware that um like it can be expensive and not everyone can afford it. So definitely look at, um, yeah, um, free, like you said, uh, for example, on the NHS. Um, but yeah, like just having someone that is so far removed from your life that you can be so open and honest with is so helpful, isn't it? Exactly that. And they are re- far removed. So they can look at things objectively and kind of pull you out of that that place you're in where you just feel like, um it's almost like you have an internal view of the world so everything becomes about what you can't cope with but a therapist can help you pull out and say right well that's that person's issue and you know that that can be handled by that person or that kind of external thing um and it's changed my life like it really has there's there are loads of free resources online as well like one website i use a lot is called changing minds so if you google Mm. like changing minds therapy They've got loads of PDFs and eBooks and stuff um, on overwhelm and burnout. Um, and yeah, they're just amazing. So I recommend them. Right. I'll, um, I'll put a note of that and I'll make sure there's a link to that in the show notes. Um, but yeah, um, wonderful stuff. Um, I mean, that's loads of ways that you can deal and manage your overwhelm because like you say, it's human like everyone feels overwhelmed do you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. we're just not not everyone well yeah we just don't talk about it I suppose and especially on social media everyone shows the best version of themselves and what's going on exactly um but everyone's going through it and I suppose this is why it's great to have a platform where we can talk about this and normalize it and be like do you Mm -hmm. know what Mm -hmm. Like reach out to someone because talk to someone about it because everyone has dealt with overwhelm. Everyone has these feelings. You're not failing because you are feeling this. You're just a human and it's absolutely fine. Um, Yeah, absolutely. And I'd even go as far as saying like you're succeeding because it means you're still an empathetic human that's able to kind of, you know, consider and experience emotions. And I'd be worried if I didn't feel those yeah. things in a way with the yeah. world we live in now you turn on the news you know you go on LinkedIn as an SEO it's like 
Have you started building a brand, personal brand? Have you got niche sites making you money? You know, I, I, have you got like 10 affiliate sites rolling in the background, passive income? Do you, have you got a VA that does like all of your job for you? Have you published a um, book? Are you, have you done Yeah, yeah. Have you done a talk at Brighton SEO yet? Um, have you, are you not upskilling and learning like the new AI, like, the, I don't know, have you done this course about AI? It's just constant, it's constant. Yeah. Um, and I think just taking a step back from that and just being like, I don't need to do all this stuff. I'm good enough as I am. Exactly, exactly. I've got it. I've got You've it. You've got it. you got it. And this is something that, um, so in a previous episode, me and Tasman spoke about celebrating your wins, no matter like how small, like just, just celebrate them. And it's uh-huh. a reminder of that, of like, what is going to help is if you're if you're feeling overwhelmed or and it's overwhelmed coming from a, a place of because you're comparing, if you take time to celebrate your wins and the things that you've done well, and it could be anything, whether that's like I don't know, congratulations from your boss or a client, or you've completed a project, or you finally done this thing that you've always wanted to do, like anything. Anything that is a win to you, make sure that you celebrate it and you give your time to congratulate yourself because that's only going to like make you less worried and less like, I don't know, like wanting to compare yourself to other people. Maybe. Uh-huh. Right, that is, I love that. And, it, and again, it goes back to perspective. Like you can easily say, oh, where I am today is not good enough. But then like go back five, 10 years ago and you'll realize the progress you've made. Um and yes. that is so important yeah yeah and you'll be you'll be surprised like at how much progress you've actually made yeah and uh there'll be stuff that you've forgotten about as well that um that you've achieved a few years back because you're just so focused on your next thing um so exactly yeah, yeah we need to get better at doing that celebrating our wins we need to get better at that don't we we do we do well do you know what i'll link to uh the episode in the show notes and then people can um after listening to this one follow follow up with celebrating that one yeah Yeah. did you tell us how we can celebrate them some ideas like yeah okay great yeah there's loads of ideas i'm gonna say wind jar and that's all i'm gonna say to like entice people a little teaser wind jar You're going to have to find out by listening to the episode. Uh, Right. Uh, Time is going so fast. These episodes always do. Uh, So there's a couple more questions that I want to ask. Um, I don't know if you can answer this question, but how do you know if your strategies are working? That is a tough question. When I saw that, that you'd sent me that as a question, I thought, one, I I thought, do I know if they're working? (laughs) And... Then I thought, yeah, I do. So one of the ways is everything feels suddenly less important. So it's like an actual feeling of like, oh, why was I, why was I even worrying about that? Like, that's not a big deal. I don't know. You know, um, my water bill is really expensive this month. Okay, well, so I'll just have to wait a couple of weeks. Nothing like nothing bad's going to happen. It's fine. Um, I start to feel a sense of ownership so like and I think that feeds into it client work whatever well actually I don't need to have sent over that piece of work tomorrow um, 
deadline's not until the day after and you know I've got other things I can do in between so I don't need to stress about it right now um and the last one I thought was I feel worthy again so with me like overwhelm can overwhelm can really lead into imposter syndrome so if I'm feeling like oh you know going back to the SEO things are you building a personal brand have you done that course on AI um have you been posting on LinkedIn every day um have you I don't know done a talk recently have you got a newsletter have you got this many subscribers and blah blah blah. if I feel overwhelmed I start to compare just like you said I start to go on LinkedIn and comparing myself to other SEOs I'm not as good as them and blah 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 and then I start to go I can't do any of this I'm so overwhelmed I'm rubbish at it all um and then it's imposter syndrome well I'm useless I'm not as smart as anyone else I you know blah, blah blah so like when I start to feel my thought process going more to do you know what I am actually good at what I do and I'm really proud of myself for what I've built up and you know having my own business that's when I'm like okay you're good you've got this again because it's like all of that that I don't know if this is this like a podcast can I swear in here go for it you know what I'll say bull crap Uh, all of the bull crap going on in my head becomes like it just goes and it's now nice things like I'm I'm like my self talks like oh you're nice go make a cup of tea for yourself you deserve that digestive like you know I love all that your hair looks cool (laughs) you're gorgeous stuff like that winning (laughs) yeah 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 um there is that rule, isn't there, that if you wouldn't say something to your um, friend, loved one, partner, whoever, uh, if you wouldn't say something to them, don't say it to yourself, right? That's that's oh, a right. nice rule to try and follow. Like, I, know that I think if can... I said half the things I said to my friend that I say to myself, I would have no friends. So why are you saying it to yourself, Jess? That is the question. <laughs> True. Right? True. Um yeah no, to be fair I in all seriousness like I am not that bad with kind of negative self-talk except when it comes to those moments of specifically being career oriented that's when it comes up um yeah, yeah. but I, I mean, suppose and it happens it happens like yeah. we it's hard isn't it because we all know like we all know the right way that we, we, we should be doing stuff, but we do fall into these habits, right? And it's just about reminding ourselves. It's the whole reason we have this podcast, right? We get topics and we talk about this kind of stuff as a, a little reminder that, you know what? You're awesome. You're you're winning at life. You're, you're incredible as what you are. Just be kinder mm-hmm. to yourself, right? And it's hard. Yeah because life gets in the way and the negativeness does come in sometimes, but mm-hmm. it's just yeah. about remembering, isn't it? Um, but yes. Right. Yeah. Jess. Oh, was there something else that you wanted to say? No, no, sorry. I could talk about this topic forever, but I'm going to leave it there. Well, you can, do you know what? You just have to come back on at some point and uh, yeah. okay. find out another Part angle. Part two. Part two. Uh, another little <laughs> teaser there. I have the wonderful Maudie Oberstein joining me from Wix to tell me all about their new fabulous product, Wix Studio. So Maudie, kick us off. For those who don't know, what is Wix Studio? 
So Wix Studio is a brand new platform. It's a website builder and CMS and a lot of other things, but it's built specifically with the agencies in mind. So you say that Wix Studio is specifically built for agencies. So how? How is it? I'll say it's like three things. One is it's more efficient, it's more customizable, and it's more communicative. I'll, I'll, I'll explain. Uh, we opened up a lot of the customization functionality. Uh, for example, you can you can edit the CSS on Wix Studio websites. There's also a whole lot of things that make you um, work well at scale, and it's, so it's far more efficient, far more. There's a lot more automation in there that can help you do things more at scale. And at the same time, it lets you collaborate more with your own teammates, with the client themselves. So it opens up that communication between your own team and with your client at the same time. So for those SEO professionals who work agency side, what sort of key features of Wix Studio would really help them? So I guess because we're talking to SEOs, I won't get into the design aspects so much like custom breakpoints and, you know, pixel perfect positioning is probably not an SEO thing, though it's there in Wix Studio. Um, from the SEO side, uh, the Wix Studio sites are responsive. There's AI responsiveness. I mean, if you run through the SEO features, there's an absolute ton in there. For example, you can inspect your site's indexability in a click. So we have a hookup to the Google's uh, Search Console URL Inspection API, so you can one-click inspect the entire website. There's automated structured data. We automate a lot of redirects for you. You can do bulk redirect. You can import redirects. You can set the meta tags, robust meta tags at the folder level. There's all sorts of, there's a ton in there you can do. There's a connection to SEMrush. There's an SE ranking app. There's an Uberall app. There's a Lumar app. There's a lot in there. Uh, from the marketing side, because I think marketing is also applicable to SEOs, outside of there being just an absolute ton of apps, you know, Printful, Constant Contact, um, Clavio, we have native inbuilt integrations with Amazon, Google Merchant Center, Google Analytics, Google Tag Manager, and meaning we built them with Google. We built them with Amazon. So to borrow a, a word from my esteemed colleague, Crystal Carter, they're not janky. They won't break because we built it. And they'll, if Google makes an update, we align with Google and we'll update it automatically. Um, at the same time, there's a lot of other things that are really cool in Wix Studio. I think I mentioned before, you can customize the CSS. I think it's really important sometimes for SEOs. There's a lot you can do for e-com. There's, there's an absolute ton. I don't have enough time to get to it, but you have a lot. Oh, I totally forgot the, 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 the client handoff kit. You can hand off your, your site to a client and you can list everything you want them to know in one place. So the clients don't have to go searching around. You can upload videos. You can upload reports. You can upload link. Whatever you want to show the client to explain, hey, here's what I recommend for your SEO, blah, 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 blah. Everything is there. If the client has a question, you can you know, record a short loom, for example, then upload it right to the client handoff kit and just go to the client and say, hey, I uploaded it right there for you. You don't have to guess where it is. It's all there with everything else I already sent you. Wow. Jam-packed, jam-packed. Jam-packed. And my last question for you is, can you share some use cases of how SEOs can or are using Wix Studio? So one case I've seen, and I, I didn't mention this before, probably should have. One of the things that you can do with Wix Studio is you can repeat things you created. So you can have, a, say, a custom template, or if you created a widget, or a section of a website, or a page type, you can reuse it across multiple assets. So imagine there's, I, there, so one case is that there's a, um, I've seen that there was a, uh, a client that we have who has multiple websites, but they're very, very similar. 
they do basically the same thing, but they're just different websites that target different audiences and different segments of that vertical. So let's say, and it's very much like local landing pages. You don't, if you have a template or, or a setup or a structure that works, you don't have to rebuild it every time. You can just take that from one website and just apply it to the next website. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I mean, sounds incredible. And Mordi, you've done an incredible job of, because there's a lot there to talk about in a short space of time. So thank you very much for joining me. And thank you for educating our audience about Wix Studio. If you want to check Wix Studio out for yourself, if you're like, wow, this sounds incredible, I need to go and check it out, head on over to wix.com forward slash studio. Do not fret because there, there will also be a link in the show notes. So just head on there and yeah, go and check Wix Studio out. Before we go, Mordi, is there anything else that you want to say? No, just go play around with it. Spit it up. Have a look. W- wonderful. Thank oh, you. Oh, there's very- AI. There's lots of AI in there. AI Just, image creation, yeah. Integration with with with, with uh, OpenAI to create text, but though make sure the text is good before you just implement it. Just go and check it out. Go yeah, I had to mention the AI. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you, Mordy. You got it. This might be tricky, but I reckon you can do this. If I was to ask you to summarize the main takeaway in one short sentence what would that be this is very tricky sarah <laughs> just well, yeah. um is it weird that i immediately thought keywords like oh, <laughs> seo i hate myself <laughs> um Be attentive, be mindful, and you will be able to stop overwhelm before it happens. Nice. There you go. Short, concise, actionable. Yeah. Love it. Um, wonderful. Well, I'm very sorry, Jess, but that is time for us. But there is one, I, th- I think I said that the last one, Last question was the last question, but I'm going to squeeze one more in. Uh, we ask this to every podcast episode, um, podcast guest. Sorry, you not, you're not an episode. You are a person. Uh, one person to follow in SEO right now. Um, Sarah Taha. Who yes. I love. Um, she is just wonderful I I find her post really refreshing I get the sense from her like she's not posting just for kind of visibility or you know that kind of thing like she's just trying to help people and give away like tips and tricks and she gets like she had a a chat with Nick Leroy recently so like the big guns in SEO yeah Um, she's just a vibe like I just want to meet her and chat about SEO one day with her she's really awesome and she just seems really kind like she's always when you compliment her she's like thank you so much like really humble and yeah I just really love her content wow do you do you know what you want to know something Jess she's been on the podcast has she she has been on the podcast oh Uh, I love her she's great so what I'll do is yeah I'll link to uh 
yeah, I will definitely link to her in the show notes and I will link to their podcast episode as well. Um, so people can go and follow her because yeah, I agree with you. She is an amazing human and yeah. very humble as well. Uh, uh-huh, wonderful uh-huh. stuff. Right. Well, Jess, this has been a fabulous podcast episode. It's been it a very important topic. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for being so open, honest, and transparent with us and sharing because I think that's what has, yeah, really added to this as well. Um, so, no yeah. Worries. Thank I you very much. I hope it can much. help someone. I'm, I'm Somebody. Hundred, yeah. Def- a sausage 100%. dog or a human. I hope it can help someone eventually. All the species. All of them. All of them. Yeah. And thank you so much for having me. Thank you very much for coming on. And I just want to remind people again um, that if you want to, you can give me and Tasmin a one-off donation for this podcast episode. Uh, I just dropped my pen. I need to not play with stuff while I am recording the podcast. Uh, yeah, um, you can give us a one-off donation to the podcast, link in the show notes. Please do share episodes far and wide with your friends and family if they if you think they'll find this stuff kind of interesting or useful. I'm sure they will. Uh, Jess, I'll obviously put your um, social handles and all that lovely stuff in the show notes, but where, where best? Where best can people find you? LinkedIn. LinkedIn is where I live. LinkedIn is where she lives, people. It is. Shall we say goodbye then? And until next time, goodbye. Peace, love. SEOs and marketeers, have you checked out Wix Studio, the new web creation platform agencies are using? With Wix Studio, you get best-in-class defaults and automations, native integrations, and smart, flexible tools to deliver complex client sites at scale. Even after clients take over, built-ins like automatic redirects help sites stay optimized for long-term growth. Speaking of growth, you can track every campaign against client KPIs and automate monthly emails to share learnings with clients. All this backed by fast, resilient infrastructure that's built to scale. Get started with Wix Studio today. Check out wix.com forward slash studio.